right, welcome to the Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly, and I'm here with my guest today, John Singson. How we doing? Hey, man, doing good. Nice to meet you. Pleasure yeah. to be here. It's good to have you again, man. Thank you, thank you. Nice uh, so last time we didn't get to dive into your story. Could you give everyone a quick intro on who you are? Um, John Singson, for you guys that uh, don't know me, I came from a very political family in the Philippines, but I didn't want to shadow on that success, so I came here in 2008 and... Uh, start it started here in the united states and you know um start making my money here and my own right. footprint here nice yep so your grandfather was nicknamed the kingmaker the uh, the gangster governor how long was he running the philippines he did a lot of um, um terms i think uh i don't remember the exact numbers but um he's been a governor there for a long time and his brother's serving now but um we have a uh, 20 plus family members that are in the government currently sitting right now. Wow. Yep. They call it a dynasty, but I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it's just like whoever's performing well and that's good for the government, it doesn't matter if it's mm. dynasty or not, you know? It right. could be an undynasty and like a fucked up government. So. Right. And you mentioned it's super dangerous there. One of the things you started building out is bomb-proof vehicles, right? Yes, yes, yes. They're so... It could literally take a bomb to the straight to the vehicle and yeah, it wouldn't straight explode. Straight to the vehicle, it won't explode. It wouldn't even move. Wow. Yeah. It won't even move? It wouldn't even move. So you could shoot an RPG at the vehicle, right? Yeah. Now. We could try it. Let's try it when yep, I when yep, I go yep. over there. It's tried and tested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Maybe man. it moves an inch or two. That's know, still but... crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because I've heard of bulletproof, but bomb proof is like another yeah. level. Yeah, it's a bomb proof vehicle. Another thing your mm -hmm. grandfather does is hunt. Yes, yes. So he yes. would go to Africa. Mm -hmm. He would hunt animals. He would get permission, of course. Yes, of course. And I guess regions were facing overpopulation issues, right? Yes, yes. So yes. he would go there. What animals have you seen him hunt? Oh, I've seen him hunt the top five. Mm. Uh, rhino, um, lion, tiger, elephant, and um, hippopotamus, I think. Whoa. Yep. And, and how do you... Go ahead. How do you take down these massive animals? These weigh thousands of pounds. Um, I think he uses a couple of uh, shotguns and okay. different types of uh, bullets. So he gets close. Yeah, he gets pretty close. Yeah, That's he crazy. actually did, he actually waited five years to be on the list to be able to hunt uh, in that type of uh, dimension. Wow. Did he have any close calls where he almost got screwed? No, no. Okay. No. And then you take the the dead animals and you put them in a museum in right. the Philippines, right? Right. We have our own museum right uh, behind our backyard where he lives. And um, all the stuffed animals are there. Wow. The ones he killed. Have you gone hunting with him? No. Sounds pretty dangerous, man. It is. It <laughs> he is. goes there alone? Like yeah. no backup? No, there's uh, there's tourists, of course. Okay. I mean, like uh, uh, hunters that tours you in there. And it's like a... It's, a, it's actually like a program they have in mm. Africa. But only... Um, the people that's like exempted, I don't know how they manage that, but, um, it's picked, you know, um, right. not everyone gets to go. I think even Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt waited longer than my grand grandpa did. Wow. Yeah. So they went and did the hunting as yes, well. Yes, they did the hunting as well. Yep. I don't know about Angelina, but I think, uh, Brad Pitt and his crew did. Right. And you also have some interesting pets that I want to get into. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so you own a liger, right? Liger. Yeah. It's a mix of a lion and a tiger. How did you get one of those? Um, that was also from Africa. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So how did you, how did you fly the animal back to the Philippines? Uh, we actually chartered a plane. Really? Well, I mean, we have our own planes, but uh, we had to rent like bigger planes to get them in there. Wow. Yep. And uh, your grandfather owned six private jets, right? Yeah, six private jets. <laughs> That's insane. So you yeah. guys got a lot of wealth over there. 
Yeah, I mean, it's 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 up there. I but guess. you left that life. I'm curious why you left your family and all that wealth to, to move to the States. Well, for me, it's like building my own legacy, right? I didn't want to shadow on their success. And uh, like I mentioned before, it's uh, when everything collapses, only you can help yourself. Mm. I mean, the more spoiled we get, the dangerous it is for us. So I kind of like, you know, manage my own uh, thing here in the United States and uh, go from there. Right. Yep, so you yep. said it was dangerous. Were you facing a lot of sketchy situations when you were living over there? Of course. Yeah. Because being in the political world, political family, um, I wouldn't say we were targets. But, you know, uh, when your um, rivals are also in the politics, it could, it could be dangerous. Mm. But uh, I'm lucky. Not so far, so good. Wow. Mm -hmm. So people are making threats at you, basically. Oh, yeah. Yep. There was uh, one time that uh, uh, they were threatening me. I don't know how they got my phone number, but they were telling me like, hey, we're just around the corner. Mm. Uh, if I were you, don't go out. I'll be like, okay, let's see. Where are you at? Wow. <laughs> they never showed up. <laughs> That's I mean, cause a criminal would never do that, right? right. They wouldn't they would, give you a heads yeah, up. Yeah, they wouldn't give you a heads up. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I'll give, I'll, I'm going to give them a heads up too <laughs> that I'm coming. <laughs> Uh, so your grandfather had 20 plus girlfriends over yep. 40 kids. Yeah. What did you learn growing up around that environment? I learned growing up about that environment. I would say is, um, if you can provide, why not? Mm. You know, but at the same time, I mean, it's up to the girl too, right? If they're giving permission, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, when I, I feel like having open relationships is going to be the new thing in 50 years. Mm. Not for me because I'm, married, <laughs> but you know it's gonna be like a, a good ratio right. of people doing that. So you're you're an advocate for open relationships. You think they could work? I think they could work for some certain people because we are. It's already going on right now with certain religions, mm. right? So which it, religions? Uh, I think Buddhism. You know, and okay. um, some. Uh, I didn't know they allowed the interest. Muslims, because right? Christians believe in monogamy, right? Yeah, they do. They do. So. Um, it's certain certain areas. Yeah, I don't know which ones, but I had a couple of friends that uh, perform it like that, and they uh, they're healthy. They're mm. they're they're in a healthy relationship, and um, I don't see myself doing it. But you know, if uh, if it ever comes down to it, I could see like a. I feel like it would be more problematic for yeah. me. You know, cause I just I, see so much drama. Yeah, so much drama, negative energy. Yeah, and like you know, things can go wrong and. Imagine your girlfriend being banged by another woman. I mean, I, by sorry, sorry, by, by another yeah. man. I mean, if it was a woman, it'd be okay. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on the woman. <laughs> depends on the woman. Yeah. If it was a man, definitely not, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Um, but yeah, you mentioned like they'd be at the same dinner table with with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they all knew about each other. Yeah. Sometimes I would just come over and they would just eat all together. Wow. You know, getting along, and they're all provided for. They're they're they all have each. Uh, their own houses all his kids go to like very nice private schools and mm. like i said if you can provide it's you know you're not leaving the child in the street but that's better right yeah so that makes sense yeah you also own 27 giraffes yeah 27 giraffes uh they also came from africa actually it was like a five-year wait mm. um 
our family, well, my grandpa um, ordered them, but uh, we had to wait a long period of time for them to get shipped because they were being hunted. Mm. And also the permits and stuff and the licensing, it's not a joke. You know? right. So this is all legal. Yeah, yeah. It's all legal. I'm curious, how do you feed a giraffe? Uh, you feed them with trees. So you have branches. to literally buy trees and yeah. then plant them. Exactly. So in our backyard, people, the tourists, that the people that we have there, our guests, we welcome. They they can they can feed them. Wow, it's kind of like an Africa style. Sometimes we have like a breakfast um, area in our hotel, and the giraffe would just put his head in the window, and then you could just feed it while you're eating breakfast too. It's, That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. I've also seen you pet a lion. So you have pet lions as well. Yeah. And lions. you don't get nervous when you go to pet it. Not really. No. Wow. Cause I've, I just feel like they could snap at any moment, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm more scared of a black Panther to black be honest. Panther. Cause it could be like a, it's really unpredictable, mm. you know? I've never seen one of those. Yeah. It's a, it's a rare breed. Interesting. <laughs> yep. What's the, your next animal that you want? Um, for me, I don't know. I haven't thought of that yet. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. We have almost everything in the, in our zoo. So that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so you also brought helped bring Miss Universe to the Philippines, right? How did that happen? Yeah. So in uh, 2016, um, we negotiated it um, with uh, certain countries, and uh, my grandfather put like a a million dollars down, non refundable, and they could still back out, you mm -hmm. know. But um, after that, uh, it went through. It almost didn't go through because I don't know what was going on then. But um, what year yeah. was this? 2016 okay so he was called he had a sash you know saying mr universe <laughs> it was cool <laughs> that's yep, crazy yep, yep. it was one of the biggest events um in our family in our life because uh we're big advocates of uh tourism mm. we believe that if we did that which we did um it would bring back a lot of money and the more money we have the more capacity of uh help we could do to the community right yep so would you say it's safe living in the philippines outside of the political scene just in general as long as you have a bomb proof vehicle you know you <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anyone could get that yeah. <laughs> no no um it's safe it's pretty safe i mean with the with the president now and the recent president it's uh they run the country pretty well and okay. certain areas it's just like here yeah you know it could be anywhere could be in Beverly Hills and blow your house up, right? Right. But Philippines is a third world country, but it is the happiest country from what I know and what I feel mm. and what I see. Um, I think I'm going to retire there. Nice. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. Certain certain parts of the world have a lot of happiness, even though they don't have wealth. Exactly. Like, uh, like my story, you know, my dad's side, I'll be up front. They're very, very wealthy. They have all this crazy background and unlimited wealth. But then my mom's side, she grew up kind of poor, mm. like just an okay, you know. And sometimes um, I'd feel happy just hanging out with my mom right. you know, versus my dad, my grandfather. Sometimes the president might just be coming over and I have to, you know, act a certain way, right. get dressed and be stiff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But with my mom, as long as we eat three, three times a day, you know, we're good. You valued family. Yeah. So um, I see that uh, as a blessing, you mm -hmm. know, both sides and um being in the middle gave me that equilibrium right yeah so how, how do you want to raise your kids do you want to be the strict parent or do you want to be like your mom more lenient um i want to be like the strict parent to a certain extent yeah. but also give them the opportunity to you know discover themselves because mm. a lot of us don't even know 
our capacity and who we are. Right. That's why we limit ourselves on the daily. Yeah. So I want them to just be who they are and discover themselves later on. Yeah. Sometimes sick. I don't even know myself, you know. I'm still uh, trying to fig figure out what my capacity level is. I keep pushing every day. Right. And sometimes you feel like this is your level and you can only be at this level. But the more stress and the more business that come come your way the following days, it makes you stronger. Mm. And you didn't think you could survive. Right. You know, so that's why problems are good. I agree. I like putting myself in uncomfortable, unfamiliar territory. Exactly. The yeah, more comfortable most people run are. away from it. Exactly, exactly. I think comfort leads to depression. Yeah, you know? for sure. It does, it does. That's why I try to do like a, try to be a manageable in different ways. Yeah. Yep. I want to talk about how your grandfather built up Manny Pacquiao's legacy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can you walk me through that story? Oh, yeah. So when Manny was young, um, of course, he didn't have money. Um, he was poor. He was in the streets selling uh, what he could sell, like fish, like a different, I think newspapers or um, cigarettes, whatever he could sell for like a peso, mm. two pesos, three pesos. And that's like maybe half of a cent here in America. Wow. And sometimes he would just have water to sleep uh, because there's not enough money for food. Mm. So I salute Manny Pacquiao very much because uh, he's a one hell of a fighter in and outside the ring. And he had, he weighed so light I think 98 pounds or something. And there was a tournament that was, I think you have to be 105 or 102 or something like that. So he had to put little metal pieces in his shoe mm. to qualify. Wow. Yeah. That's how hungry he was for boxing. And that's all he knew how to do. And, uh, you know, growing up, my grandfather would help him connect to the higher ups and um, sponsor him in many fights. Wow. And from there, we just stayed uh, connected with him. And now they're uh, they were they they work in the government before because Manny is the senator. Yeah. And my grandfather was the governor. Wow. And uh, yeah, that's good. How did he find him? Just on the streets, right? Yeah. Just like uh, maybe Manny's team looking for you know sponsors and money and uh, just being connected to the to the right people and mm. they just bonded and from there they just clicked. Wow. Yep. He went on to become one of the greatest boxers. Greatest boxers. That's why I'm at the MGM a lot. You know, yeah. MGM Mansion is where we stay. And um, yeah, it's a nice That's place. There. What yeah. about Ryan Garcia? How did you get close with him? Ryan Garcia, um, his team reached out to me because I'm very good friends with Mike Tyson. Mm. Um, I invested in Tyson Ratch, um, which happened to be like a little bit of challenge but right. uh we that's earned, the weed company right yeah, yeah but we earned the relationship and from there they reached out to me because they knew i knew a little bit of celebrities so uh when they were setting up the podcast i was just kind of bringing guests in there and from there we just uh we just clicked nice yep tyson and i have been friends for maybe i think 2017 how did you become friends with mike tyson investing in tyson ranch okay yep so how did that investment come on your desk um it was brought to them by their team i got an email uh from a sphere of influence mm. and i met them that day uh, a week later i studied the numbers and um the numbers didn't make sense because me doing real estate i'm used to fast money right but i invested because of the relationship you know it's it's worldwide right you know so um that's how that happened yeah, deals like that, you'll make way more just having the relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than off the actual deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
a lot of people would pay millions just to know like let's say the prince of saudi arabia and not expect anything back yeah but you know what what that'll give you in return is way more than your money yeah mm -hmm. so a lot of your friends own private jets but why did you decide to own a private submarine instead <laughs> <laughs> uh, the submarine man that's a I don't even know. We like, you know, we're we're just like we just buy things and every time we 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 get some type of money, it's just, you know, our hobby. Mm. Yeah. Have you been in it? Yeah, I've been in it. Underwater um, in it? No, not underwater. Okay. It was You don't trust it? No, I don't <laughs> trust it. It's like a it's like a it's like a cubicle. I can't breathe, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. not too big, but you know, a submarine is a one hell of a different vehicle that can um it was pretty cool. I but I've never that. been in. Yeah, underwater. I would. Uh, I would get anxiety. I think. If I was yeah, there. I know. Yeah, it's kind of like I... flying, but worse because I'd rather. Because if you die while you're flying, it's gonna be instant. Right, right. But if right. you die under there, you're gonna drown to death. That's what my wife always say. Yeah. You know, if the plane's gonna crash, and this is a weird prayer to Jesus, but she always pray, crash <laughs> it in the mountains, not under underwater. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. <laughs> That's probably one of the worst ways to go out to drown. Imagine that, because it takes you at least what. 10 15 minutes of pain yeah right rather than just blow up and yeah. done yeah, i mean it's crazy tough. i mean wow i wonder i want to touch up on the real estate stuff because that's how you make a majority of your income right 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 so how did you first get started in it um first i got started in it by um well i, I growing up i see my dad's side you know building a lot of uh developments in the philippines and it motivated me to like Oh, wow. You know, real estate is really the key because that's how they got rich, you know, mm -hmm. our family. And um, from there, I got my license in California. And um, every time I would buy real estate, I would just flip it in the market and keep keep it on going, keep it on going. And then I would just diversify it and invest it in different other things right. and um, businesses. So, yeah, I started with flipping houses. So you like know. quick flips under a year, yeah, right? Yeah, quick flips under a year, like I mentioned before in our podcast. Like, And were you buying the house in full or were you putting yeah, like 20%? Yeah, um, some of it uh, depends on the price range. 20% yeah. down, uh, mostly in the beginning. But later when I had money, it would be cash. Wow, because mm -hmm. you'd get a bigger discount. Yeah, of course. I mean, you're paying 10 points a year, two points up front when you get the loan. Right there, you're 12 points down the drain. And if you're, you're, your margin is only 30%, you're already cutting, giving away half. Wow. So, you know, cash is really king, but, you know, it, that sounds common, but, um, nothing beats cash, so, but cash in the bank is trash, right? It, it <laughs> so, depreciates. Yeah. It depreciates. Yeah. So. And now there's some banks going bankrupt too. Oh yeah, exactly. Cause cash is trash. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your strategy them. with this upcoming recession? Do you see it hitting the real estate market hard? Uh, I think so. It's going to hit it hard. I mean, we have brokers meeting almost every other day and, um, my strategy is to keep my reserves, keep my reserves. Cause I mean, what are the odds for the past 60 years? I mean, 40 years, maybe with the studies we did recessions only last two years. Mm. You know, if you already know your certain bills every month for your mortgage and for all your expenditures, right. And you already made the money prior to that, uh, life will come easier, you right. know, because it won't catch you. You already have money for the future. So um, that's my strategy, kind of like a cons be conservative on the investment side. But yeah. again, if I see a good deal, uh, the rates for me doesn't really matter, you know, because you can buy a property in the shitty market, but as long as the price is right, but you know, you're good. Are you scared of the U.S. dollar collapsing? Um, 
No, because uh, it'll teach me how where to put my money. You know, it's just like saying, are you scared of the weather or like the rain? <laughs> when it rains, I'm going to get my umbrella. Yeah. You know, so that's how it goes. So you're not worried that China dropped it, a few other countries dropped it? Uh, the more they drop it quicker and sooner, the more we could strategize. Mm. So, you know, if we have to buy gold, we buy gold. We have to buy Bitcoin, we buy Bitcoin. Yeah. You know. What are some good investment opportunities you see over the next few years other than real estate? AI. 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 I think that's going to be number one. It's going to damage us a lot at, in, in a certain way, but I think uh, that will be for the next 20, 30 years. Mm. You know? What are you doing with AI currently? Um, nothing. It's just like the, the, the things that I see right now that gives um, convenience to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. The more convenience you sell, the more money you make. Mm. And um, I see it help a lot of people and uh, it created a lot of uh, um, diversity too with other investors that want to invest in that uh, space. And um, I think robots will beat humans. It already is. In what sense? As far as being tired. Mm. Can you work 24 hours a day? No. That's what I mean. Facts. Yep. Are you scared of AI entering the real estate space and taking over? Uh, again, if it takes over, um, I'm going to diversify into different things that I think I can make money on. Real estate's not the only thing out there. Right. Right. So I've seen people like like you, right? You, you, you made a lot of money on the mass mm -hmm. and you never thought. When you were, what, 15 years old, you never thought you would do that, right? right. So it's just the adjustment when the storm comes. Mm. And um, adjustment is uh, very, very important to my life. And yeah. I could adjust pretty well. That's why I try to make all the money now. So later on, whatever happens, I have that backup to, you know, diversify and attack it in a different strategy. Right. So uh, we'll see. It's just like, you know, for example, I'm a boxer fighting a UFC fighter. I'm not gonna do that. I mean, but if I train UFC, I can beat them. Mm. It's 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 just adjusting, right? Yeah. I I noticed you said a lot of your family went to private school. Yeah. Uh, do you plan on sending your kids to public or private school? They already in uh, private school. Okay. Yep. And why did you decide that? Because I feel like um, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a very very good question. I feel like it. I want to have them surrounded in the. Uh, how do I say this? Better community, yeah. I guess, because, uh, you know, people in private schools, obviously their parents have better jobs, mm. better careers. And if my kids are around that atmosphere, it'll help about 20, 30 percent. I mean, it's still who they become when they are adults. Mm -hmm. But at this young age, it's very important for them to be at a certain habitat. Right. Mm -hmm. And how did you vet the school you sent them to? How did I what? How did you research the school you sent them to? Oh, we did a lot of research with uh, different uh, private schools just online. Okay. And uh, picked the ones that are top rated. Got it. You know, and we'll see how it goes. You know, um, sometimes I, the only thing I don't like about school systems are, you know, they tell your kids when you can't take vacations or, you mm. know, when you can. So I was considering doing a private school all the way but they've been to private tutors too but we're still weighing our options got it yep yeah public school i mean i didn't learn much i went to public school yeah, yeah and then yeah. i went to university which is a whole nother debate that's mm -hmm. really expensive mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh i'm not a fan of it to be honest why not 
it's uh you learn at the same pace as everyone around you right but some kids learn quicker some kids learn slower some kids have different learning styles entirely mm -hmm. like i'm a very um hands-on learner so i learn better with like a mentorship or actionable stuff oh. i don't like learning from textbooks gotcha 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 and i like learning from videos mm -hmm. so i just didn't learn much in school and also the topics they teach mm -hmm. are not relevant to business yeah yeah they're not because they try to keep you in that gray line yeah you know that's why teachers are like man they're they are the government you mm -hmm. know if if they teach you how to make money there won't be any student loans how are they gonna make money yeah so they they have to keep you in that certain bound you know but for me i like going out of bounds yeah you know it's like a i try to become on the gray line and you know try to be like uh not manipulative but i can <laughs> kind of like a um strategize yeah you know in a different way and try to adjust adjusting's number one like i mentioned exactly mm -hmm. yeah that's why I, I dropped out of college too yeah, i wanted yeah, to go yeah. out of bounds a little bit wow what were you taking so it's funny i couldn't get into the business school because mm -hmm. my gpa was too low wow so i was really the, yeah i was in the art school that's crazy and uh art school yeah you thought it was going to be easy way out it was the only it, art. it was the only one i could get into so i was trying to transfer <laughs> into the crazy. business school but I couldn't pass calculus. Oh my God. You need to pass that to transfer. That's insane, yeah. man. And then last year I did a talk to all their marketing students. Wow. So everything happens for a reason. You That's know? crazy. Did you go to college? No. Why I'm not? not a believer of school either. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but I feel like for our kids, the fundamentals and the foundation in the beginning and the discipline, like, you know, it's good. Mm. I mean, but, but as far as what they teach, yeah, it's not, I mean... Why does a doctor have to go to art school when they were young? You right. know, they could just be like an expert of what they've been doing since, you know, day one. But they have to be a certain program where the government can make more money. Right. Because, you know, the more money they make on the student interest loan, the better for them. That's how we, we uh, live this life. Mm -hmm. We're revolving on debt. Yeah. Imagine. The country America. has so much debt, right? Yeah. So much debt. So I feel like, imagine this. They're giving you a job, let's say a teacher, policeman. They're going to give you a job that pays you seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 a year, but then they put you in a $300,000 student loan. Mm. It doesn't make sense. Nah. It's going to take you years to pay that back. At the same time, it's, you know, the control is there. The government has to control you because once you become uncontrollable, you know, you they don't like entrepreneurs yeah. because we pay the least taxes. Right. Right. Trump paid like zero. Zero. Yeah. He might get a refund. <laughs> Let me give him a call. Ask him real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you worried about social media and the media's influence on your kids? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. How That's do you balance be, that? Um, I balance that, but right now I'm not allowing them to use social media at four and five. They don't even know anything, okay. you know? So, so you won't allow TikTok, Instagram. Um, it depends. It depends if it's monetization, why not? Mm. You know, there's a lot of people that became a doctor that makes three, four hundred thousand dollars a year, and there's TikTokers that make a few million dollars a year. Right. If they're making it in a in a good way, you know, why not? Mm. That's that's still a good uh, thing to teach uh, the kids how to utilize social media in a correct way right but right now there's a lot of kids that's using the social media for with a slutty way you know they post their ass their tits their yeah. their whatever they have their piercing on and right. they get they get paid by that they're selling the soul mm. but 
if it's correct marketing and it's formal and decent, why not? I feel they can that. they can monetize it. Yeah. Do you believe there's certain celebrities and powerful figures that have sold their soul? Oh yeah. I believe so. I'm not going to mention the names because <laughs> they'll keep me in trouble. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's very obvious, you know, mm. once they sell you, your soul to the devil, they deliver this message through the radio, through their music, get money back through that. And, you know, they keep influencing our children with that. Wow. You know, that's yep. scary, man. It is. It's very yeah. scary. I've heard a lot of uh, A-list celebrities have done yeah. it. Yeah. This microphone right here is worth trillions of dollars. <laughs> Imagine talking like this to 500 audiences. Everyone can hear you. You can make money after that. Mm. But imagine talking with this. It can only reach one person. Right. So this microphone, the camera, can keep you in danger. But at the same time, it can make you a lot of money. You saw what happened to Tate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's uh that's insane. Yeah. What do you think about Andrew Tate? Um Um I've heard of him only, but I don't follow him like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 He uh he just got out of jail, I think, but he looks like Yeah, he served, man. right? And yeah. they they said there was no proof of like of what they were trying to blame him for. Yeah. But his voice is so huge, right? So that's why they try to keep the microphone off for the truth. Yeah. Yep. Well, what are you working on next, man? Right now, I'm working on many, many things. Uh, real estate will always be there, but um, um, a lot of a lot a lot of different things with the government and um, real estate developments, and working with these fighters mm. and other businesses. I try to focus on. Love it, man. Mm -hmm. Any closing words of wisdom for the audience? Uh, what should I say? <laughs> no, no, no? Close, nah. Where can uh, people find you? They could follow me on Instagram, the okay. John Singson, Facebook, John Singson. They can see my projects there and what's going on with Love my it. daily life. Yeah. All right. You heard it here, guys. Digital Social Hour. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys next week. See you. Thank you.